Hi, Felicity here, and you're listening to the All D20 Podcast. Hi, my name is Felicity Musso, and I play Camly Tonkbite. Hi, I'm Jeremy, and I play Vith Darestrix. Hi, my name is Carl, and I play Nine. Hi, I'm Joseph Musso, your Dungeon Master, and welcome to Season 2 of Avalonia and the All D20 Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Game on. And now, let the adventure begin. Hi, Felicity here, and this episode is brought to you by our patrons and sponsors. If you would like to become a sponsor, email us at podcast at alld20.com. Don't forget to leave a review on your favorite listening platform and check out alld20.com for more information about being a patron or just to listen to the show. Last time on All D20. Ammon's cart and horses returned and Vith popped his head out of the window, but he now has a goatee and little horns. He was only gone for 30 minutes, though to him a few hours had passed. So I'm glad he got back when he did because we may not even even recognized him had he spent much more time in there. Nine got some chalk and a pair of winged boots, and I got some cookbooks and a new hat that will help me stay in disguise for as long as I'm wearing it. Then Vith closed the window and was tossed out of the cart like a sack of potatoes, and a whole bunch of gold just rained down around him. Nine and I looked at each other, and then back at Vith with narrowed eyes. All that stuff cost us quite a bit of gold and a gem, then suddenly Vith has all this gold surrounding him? He says it was his commission, but I'm starting to wonder how truthful he was being on those prices. Plus, his eyes turn black, so he's looking more and more like an imp, and we all know you can't trust an imp. We took a small break to get acquainted with our new items, and as I was perusing my new cookbooks, I discovered the caramel book had some ancient script meant just for us rogues. I couldn't decipher it since I was inspecting my new hat, so I'll have to get back to it a bit later. Suddenly, Nine realized the time and had to get back into the manor before his head exploded, so in we went. Then Nine asked me for my golden robe so he could make something out of his winged boots. So I reluctantly gave it up, but then was surprised when he gave me 90 gold pieces to make up for it. So I hurried to my bedroom to count these beautiful pieces. Again, Nine calls my name, so I head back to his room. And when I walked in there, there was a floating carpet. I was afraid I would have to give up more gold, but luckily this time he just needed me to suggest the prism to turn into a dark purpley color. Then when the phoenix shook after eating the spell, Nine grabbed a feather which seemed to give him some kind of shock. The vibe was kind of spooky already, and now Nine is willingly getting hurt? So I booked it back to my room. I'm safer with my gold. Well, we better get some rest, and I really hope we finally get to Amethyst City after this. My poor pops needs me. And I think I heard you yawn too. So you know what that means. Snuggle party. Jump on in so we can see what happens next. Uh, yeah, so um, like I said, there are some other things that we can work on, but um, you know, it's probably time for bed and uh, it's nice and cozy in your head anyway. And I think I need to just kind of move this over here. Um, you know, here's, 
Here's some knocking around in your head. And this needs to move over here. Let's, uh, you know, oh, here we go. Some of one's memories. Let's snuggle up next no, to those. No, don't, take don't, them. don't go there. There we go. Nice and snuggly. Oh. Just the way I like it. I love those snuggle parties. Um, yeah, so, uh, anyway, um, you should probably get some sleep. He starts to snore. <laughs> I think I have a volume knob somewhere. <laughs> I'll just reach around my ears where my ear holes are. And nope. No volume. <laughs> you hear from Camley's room. 74. 70. <sighs> and nine, what do you do? I will inspect the carpet. I'll stand on it. Think about it rising. And it rises. And then think about it dropping. And it drops. And then think about it spinning. And it spins. And then I'll say ses sesame. And it becomes a regular carpet. Sesame. Becomes a flying carpet. Interesting. Can you roll yourself into a small form? Carpet just sits there flying. Carpet, roll yourself. It sits there flying. <laughs> <sighs> hmm. Sesame. Goes back to a little carpet. And I'll go roll it up and then tie it up with a, a small string. And, it, and it's funny, like as you're rolling one side, trying to get it all straight, it gets all crooked. And then you try to adjust the other side and it's taking you a lot longer than it should to get this carpet rolled up. You know, it's several hours pass by before you finally get it rolled up into a nice bundle. Hmm. I will have to figure out a better way to store this thing. And I'll just put it in the corner of my room. All right. And after that, I'll just study study the gun and chill out. All right, give me an uh, uh, artificer check. Just a 12 on the dice. Okay. Um, yeah, needs some repairs. It's going to be a little while. Okay. Took some damage from the last time it was used. Makes sense. All right. So eventually day turns into night and you go into hibernation mode as you're just sitting there relaxing and you kind of snap out of it and the carpet's wrapped around you like a blanket. How does it feel? Nice and cozy. Mmm. This is nice. And I'll just rub it. It's, it starts snuggling closer, almost like a boa constrictor. Squeeze a little <laughs> too much. Oh, oh, oh. Sesame. Calm down. <laughs> it starts flying. <laughs> <sighs> that was close. I'm just going to chill. Okay. Yeah, so um, morning is upon you guys. You wake up, those of you that slept, and you smell the delicious smell of cooked meats and there's cooked pastries uh, but no Gerald mmm that smells delicious and I run out of my room Camille runs out of her room okay and there's a smorgasbord of food there for your senses it smells sweet and savory uh, you see different types of pastries with fruits and uh, there's different crackers and, and platters with with just sweet meats and regular dry meat. Uh, there's some form of bacon all laid out. 
Oh, I'll take this and this and that and this. Yeah, and it's delicious. Absolutely delicious, like every time you eat here. Almost jealousingly delicious. <laughs> Especially when you eat some of the sweet tarts. They're, right. Could have sworn you tasted a hint of caramel in one of them. <laughs> I'll come out and sit down next to you. I'm, I'm a little more shiny than usual. Oh, Beth. Yes? What's going on with you? I've had to oil myself up to get that heat. Whatever I'm partly turned into has reduced how well I feel heat. Hmm. I'm sure you're liking all that gold that you had yesterday, aren't you? Oh, yes. Hmm. <laughs> you, like, have a huge craving for the raw meat. So there's a big plate of just raw. I've always had a craving for raw yeah, meat. <laughs> it's, it's stronger than normal, uh, especially the more rancid raw meat. You're just kind of, like, super attracted to it. Oh, I don't know if that's any good, Vith. Oh, no, it is plenty good. You just do not have the digestive system to enjoy it. Hmm. <laughs> just keeps looking at him with her eyebrow, one eyebrow up. His, his tongue is more forked than usual as he's telling you this. <laughs> yeah. May I take a closer look at you? Of course. I'll go over and like start inspecting his skin and horns. Yeah, you notice that they're, you know, they're kind of got a metallic shiny, especially since he's lubed himself up with uh, some sort of oil. You can definitely see a metallic shine to them. It looks like a dark obsidian in some spots, especially the horns. Um, they're very nicely crafted and they look protruded in part of his skin. I'll grab one. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, careful. My, my they apologies. are attached to me. <laughs> my apologies. So do you need anything else? Do you feel pain in these horns? And I'll, I'll, I'll like twist one. Yes, yes, ah, ah. I've never seen this before. It's called evolution. Interesting. You know how you upgrade stuff? Yes. We evolve. Oh. Um, that's not entirely true. I don't have horns. <laughs> well, you are a gnome. I never knew that Vith would be so horny. Only <laughs> nine hears this. <laughs> I wonder what happens if I remove one. Do not remove one. Oh, I love this. Go ahead and remove one. Let's see what's inside. I'll pull out a, a small saw and... Do you mind? Yes, I mind. I'm going to throw a slab of meat at him. <laughs> It'll just hit me in the face and like slowly slide down. <laughs> I can't believe he did that to our body. That's so rude. It didn't hurt. I don't mind. I kind of mind. Well, you are in my mind. Huh. Clever. <laughs> I learned it from you. Yeah, that seems to be the case. Um, anyway, we should probably go out and explore and go see the world. I'm really excited. And you notice, like, one of your arms just kind of, like, moves without you controlling it. Ooh, autopilot. Feel free. <laughs> I'll just, <laughs> I'll kind of, like, recede back into my thoughts and kind of go into a shutdown mode. All right. Push Gerald forward. <laughs> and then you watch as Nine's eyes turn kind of a reddish color. Must destroy person who threw food at me. <laughs> Resistance is futile. 
<laughs> he starts walking towards you like uh, like Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> Resistance, futile, must destroy. <laughs> Emin follower. Nine, what's gotten into you? Nine. <laughs> must destroy. <laughs> Nine reaches for one of your horns. I'm going to duck. <laughs> what's your dexterity? My dex. Mine is 13. 13? All right. 12. So plus one. Also 16 to grab that horn. 13. <laughs> you now have this metal thing that's holding on to your horn. Resistance, futile. Resistance, futile. I'm going to go with his motions. So I'm not going to resist. I'm just going to flow with his hand while he's trying to. And then Grab he pulls it. you up like really close to his face and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Gerald goes back into your head. That was fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Did you get your fill? Yeah, I mean, I think Vith got a fill. <laughs> that was quite entertaining. All right, if you guys are done with your shenanigans, we need to get to Amethyst City. I do not disagree. Yes. Um, Camille, quick question. How well known are you through the Caramel Cartel? Well, they will recognize me. Mm. I mean, they know my parents really well, so they're, they're aware that I exist. And, you know, well, something happened a long time ago that I'm not very proud of. I don't want to talk about it, but... So that group would know me. There's a sect that would know me. Hmm. So I would assume, come to think of it, they probably know me very well. All right. And are you somewhat like a celebrity among your sprinkle folks? Actually, I, I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> kind of why I wanted my golden robe. <laughs> so I could portray that more, but... Now, there is a certain order in Amethyst City, but I don't know how well the underground has treated each other. So you may want to disguise yourself. Most as, definitely. As both your Sprinkle people and the Carmo Cartel have headquarters. Right. Yep, I plan to do that. That's why I'm ready. Study my hat, and I'm ready to go. All right, that's... But we're still uh, far away from it, right? Oh, yes. Quite, yeah, quite a few so days. Yeah, so I don't have to put the hat on yet. All right, let's, let's go. One last thing. I'll run to my workshop, grab the carpet, and does it have tassels, like, on each end of it? Yeah, it does. And I'll... Sesame. It lays down to the ground. Carpet, may I operate on you? It doesn't say anything. It just lays on the ground. All right, I'll grab it, throw it on the workbench, take two of the tassels on the same end, and sew in some magnets so it can attach to my shoulders <laughs> and wear it like a cape. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, this is magical, right? Like we we have to use magical needle and thread in order to oh. sew things onto a magical carpet. I mean, <laughs> I just so happen to have those things, but I'm just saying like that regular needle and thread, it's not going to hold... Well, Gerald, I love this idea. Like, you know, are you just gonna stand there like super nine? 
I, I kind of we should we should definitely put like a, a nine on your chest then, instead of just on your back. That might be excessive. I don't. I, I think it'd look really good. I disagree. Okay. Well, that's fine. I mean, we can we can agree to disagree. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So go ahead and grab the magical sewing machine, and we'll uh, go ahead and install some magnets. All right. I'll think of the sewing machine, the workshop that we're in. Yep, the sewing machine appears. Rummage through the desk. All pulling out all the drawers, looking for the magnets, and you know, if you just go three drawers to the left, one well, could have asked me. I could have told you where the magnets were instead of destroying your workshop. But hey, that's your business, not mine. I can do it on my own. Wow, somebody is going through something. Okay, that's fine. Do it on your own. And I'll give it a shot. I'll roll for it. I mean, you're just sewing on some magnets onto a carpet. I can make you roll for that. Right, sweet. So, you know, it takes you a good 20 minutes. Um, you, the first set of magnets aren't strong enough. You, you have to kind of rummage through for some more powerful ones. And then you hear the clank. Then you have to struggle trying to get the magnet off your chest now that you know that it's strong enough. And uh, you successfully sew the magnets onto the blanket. And now you have a magic carpet blanket cloak. <laughs> Then it's, when it's attached to me, I'll cross my arms like superhero Lee. <laughs> the the blanket just naturally flows back <laughs> like it knows what you want it to do. Just stand <laughs> so there looking proud. Every time you do the super Superman pose, the, the blanket just naturally flies. Even if there's no wind, it'll, it'll flare behind you. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so now you get uh, you, you get advantage on... Any any diplomacy role that you have to roll. So if you're in a d diplomatic situation where you need to roll for it, you can uh, do the super Superman pose and you will get advantage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Advantage on your persuasion checks. Okay, so you're wrapped up and then nine steps out, puts his arms against the side and then you watch as this beautiful magical carpet thing cloak thing starts flowing around now it, it doesn't to him it looks like a masterpiece but everybody else it looks really ridiculous like he's wearing a cloak as a carpet a carpet as a cloak and it bellows behind him <laughs> you see like the tassels kind of fluttering a little bit even on the back it, it, it's it's amusing to watch <laughs> Looks like one of those little kids that grabs one of those blankets when they're a kid yeah. and ties it around their neck and then they're doing the pose and they th they feel like they're a superhero, but really it's just a sad blanket behind them. <laughs> and now, my party, we are ready to go. <laughs> okay. Follow me as I lead us to success. Let's go. <laughs> and I'm, I'm very proud right now. <laughs> And you guys step out of the, the manor and back into the road that you were previously on. And as you guys are stepping out of nowhere, you notice that there's an accompaniment of knights and archers that are approaching. And you hear one of the knights go, HALT! I immediately halt and salute. I'll stop and just stand. Is, are there, pose or just stand? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> are there any any rocks or anything around us? I mean, there are rocks. I don't know if they're big enough for you to hide if that's oh, what you're trying to do. Yeah. Okay. I I don't do anything. You keep walking? No, I mean I stop. <laughs> okay. 
I don't do anything. I stop. Who goes there? I look at nine. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, party leader? <laughs> oh. I am nine. Who are you? I am Captain Reginald the Third. It is a pleasure to meet you. Mm. Why are you on the road to Amethyst City? The city is closed. No trades, no bartering, and no scallywags or lollygaggers allowed in the city. And why is the city closed? Because there's a giant spider terrorizing us. Would it happen to be the spider in the desert? No, that spider is a weakling compared to this one. Would you like assistance? Many have gone, everyone has perished. You didn't answer my question. It's... it's up to you. All I know is that the city is closed. Turn back now. My friends and I could assist you in destroying this spider. Well, that's well and good. The spider isn't here. And where is it? Well, if we knew that, we would handle it, wouldn't we? All we know is it flies and it terrorizes the city. So we have stopped all people from traveling on the road. Interesting. Pause for one second. Camley, Fib, do we want to assist them? What does he mean, pause? So I don't know why he wants pause. How dare he tell me, the captain of the god, to pause? It's rude. <laughs> Be gone, commoner! And I'll turn away from him and talk to Camley and Viv. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Why is this cloak carpet thing billowing in my face? <laughs> <laughs> so rude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we need to get into the city. Can you tell your carpet horror to stop get fluttering in my face? Or I will cut it off. You hear a shing, all these swords come out. I'll walk further away from him so the carpet moves out of his face. And as he, <laughs> it like tickles his, his mustache with its tassels. <laughs> I think we should kill them. I am Nine, the hero of Bugalus. I save cities. That is my job. You mean the whole city that turned to stone? <laughs> Not that one. It's a different one. <laughs> There's only one Bugalus. In fact, I remember hearing a reward. If anybody saw four ruffians, one that looked solidly of metal, for turning that city to stone, I think it was 5,000 gold. He starts twist, uh, twitching his mustaches. There's a gnome. Okay, check. There was a tin guy. Check. There's some giant cow. I don't see a giant cow. Do you see a giant cow? Okay. And there was some strange moth creature. Ooh, two out of four. That is not us. Yeah. Make a deception check. I actually think I saw that group way back there. Not one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Leave now! You are not welcome in Amethyst City. Oh, you know what? He has had a really bad sleep. We've been walking a long time. Is that Camley Tonkbite? <laughs> <laughs> yes? Guard Caesar! Hiya! <laughs> Camley puts her puts her arms out like a karate, you know, martial arts kind of move. Get your hands off me! I am Camley Talkbite. You shall come with me. The Sprinkle Syndicate has much to answer in the city. 
and I cast invisibility on me. Where did she go? Grab the rest of them. They're all part of the... The syndicate. They must go. Uh, I say Lava Bentor, and I manifest my dragon wings and take off into the sky. Well, you have to do it during combat. Yeah, you have to be in combat. Um, yeah, remember that's why we. So we can roll for initiative. <laughs> Would you like me to punch you? <laughs> <laughs> Not this again. All right, they're gonna they're gonna start attacking. Archers are at the ready. Are we rolling for initiative? What are we doing? Give me a second. Are we fighting? Are we running? Um, what are we doing? Oh, do I recognize them as Amethyst City Guards? Oh, yes. They are 100%. they are wearing like the little Amethyst brooch. You can see that the captain is very proud. You actually know about this captain a little bit. You know that he's arrogant and um, he he doesn't always follow the law. Mm. Nine? Do you think we can take all them? How many, how many are we counting roughly? Uh, there are five knights and four archers. Do they look tough? They look like an accompaniment of an armed guard that can guard a city. So they look well-trained and oh, yes. in shape. Oh, yes. Mm. And their swords are drawn. And the bows are, you know, arrows are knocked, bows are drawn. What are you guys doing? Tamley, she's invisible, but she's about to break it. And she's going to cast major image of the spider. What spider? That big giant spider that he was telling us about. I assume it looks somewhat... It, he said it's bigger than the spider that we fought, so I already know what that spider looks like, and I cast it as big. Uh, the biggest I can is twenty foot cube. Is that okay? Big? What is uh, what does the spell save to tell if it's real or not? Uh, it doesn't say. It says you create an image of an object, a creature, or some other visible phenomenon that is no larger than a twenty foot cube. The image appears at a spot that you can see within range and lasts for the duration. It seems completely real, including sound, smells, and temperature appropriate to the thing depicted. You can't create sufficient heat or cold to cause damage, a sound loud enough to deal thunder damage or deal okay. or deafen a creature or a smell that but, might. It would so, be an investigation check if they want to inspect it. Okay, well, the guard is definitely going to, he's dealt with the spider before, so he's going to look at this. And it's against your spell save DC. What's your spell save, DC? Uh, 15. Holy shit, it's a spider! Quick, men, run! And they immediately start running back toward Amethyst City. And the archers are shooting arrows at it. Are the arrows going through it? If, uh, things can pass through it. They seem to be a little bit distracted because the captain gave the order and they are moving south toward Amethyst City. What are you guys doing? We'll save you! <laughs> they're running, and I'm going to pretend like I'm fighting the spider. <laughs> so if they look back, they see a battle going. We so should, it looks like we're being heroic. We should hide from them. Yes, let's take off the other direction. <laughs> Camely, like, stops mid, like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll take off the other, other And then, direction. yeah. Okay. So you created the spider... 20 feet cube? Yep. It's a big freaking spider. All right, so you guys start taking off in the other direction, and then the guards um, leave. So as it stands right now, you guys are completely out of combat, and you manage to get rid of the guards without causing too much, but you've got a lucky charm for that. Ooh. Because you avoided combat. How long does that spider last? 
it lasts for up to 10 minutes, as long as I keep concentrating on, on it. So you hear some skittering in the air. And it starts <laughs> flying toward that smaller spider that you created. It's got giant moth wings. Oh, no. And it is immediately flying down to the one that you created and starts attacking it. Okay. What are you guys doing? We were running. We're running. <laughs> yeah. Were you running? Yeah. We're running the opposite direction. All right. Well, north, south, east, west. Like, um, there's, like where on the map are you? North, running? north, north east. Yeah. Northeast. Yep. All right. So you guys are running northeast, and you just see this massive spider just come down, way bigger than the spider that you got. That you <laughs> and tiny little spiders are actually falling off of this spider as it's flying toward, and like a big pack of these tiny little spiders fall right in front of you, and. Three of these spiders land, and now they're spitting webs and cocoons at you guys. Roll for initiative. Okay, 25 to 20. 21. Camly, 15 to 20. 15. 15. So, nine in the fifth. Sorry, you know your decks. Hey, um, I wonder, do you have anything that causes fire? I do. Let's use that. All right, Kimley, you're up. I say Lava Ventura <laughs> and produce wings. <laughs> All right. And I fly upwards. Okay, so now you're flying in the air. And I think that's a full action, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Nine. I look at the spider, point out my hand, and cast Firebolt Cantrip. Nice. 19. 19 hits it. For seven. All right. And you kill the spider. You hear it start hissing. It lays on its back, starts twitching, and its legs curl up. Yeah, I knew I knew fire would do a lot of damage. That's awesome. Fifth, Camlin. Fire really damages them. And I'll move further away, further north. All right. So you start hitting a little bit further north. Fifth, you're up. I don't remember what my sword was on last, so I'm going to take my action and... I think it was on frost. Frost. I'm going to take my action and change it to fire. Okay. It's not fiery. Nope. That's it. I'll just just wait. All right. So the two spiders only see Vith. They're going to go after him. I need you to make uh, two constitution saves. You're spitting poison in your face. 12 and 13. All right. You are blinded for one minute. Okay. And let's see. You also take 12 points of uh, poison damage. Kamala, you're up. Oh, I wish I had something with fire. This is all I got. And I throw my sprinkle dagger towards the head of one of them. Okay. 18. 18 hits it. And since Vith is so near to them, am I going to get yes. sneak attack? It's like listening to Fireball. <laughs> 29. 29 damage? Uh-huh. Yeah, you definitely kill it. <laughs> you, like, cut off its head, and its body is just, like, all of the guts are just spilling out of the hole, and its body's just twitching and convulsing. Let that be a lesson to you, the rest of you. Kimberly, or, or anything else? Uh, no. Okay, uh, nine? 
I'll turn back around and firebolt the last one. 18? 18 hits for sure. Eight fired in. Yep, so you watch as it just goes up into smoke. But it starts screaming as it's burning. And all of a sudden you hear the giant spider scream back as it realizes that the prey that it was fighting isn't real and its babies are being murdered. Um, uh, I think we should probably run, but we'll have to find out next time and I'll be oh, 20. Oh, oh. <laughs> What do you want to name it? Um, Flyer in the hole? The Heroes of Boogalus. <laughs> heroes? <laughs> I, I have to say, Heroes of Boogalus is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we'll go yeah, ahead and uh, use Heroes of Boogalus. Yeah, guys, definitely check out aldi20.com. Check out our Patreon, please. You know, it's how we're able to kind of create these episodes and bring it for your entertainment. And if you can't do that, you know, at the very least, leave a review. Uh, let us know how we're doing on Instagram. You know, you can come visit us there uh, and all that fun stuff. And you can find Felicity at? Uh, Instagram, Aldi20 underscore Felicity M. You can find Carl at? On Instagram, nine underscore tries. And you can find Jeremy at? On Instagram at Magthar. And you can find me at Joseph underscore Aldi20 or Aldi20 underscore Joseph. One may or may not be a mimic. And without further ado, game, game on. on. And now for the patron-only content. Well, <laughs> I'm running. <laughs> <laughs>